again, welcome back, Attorney Steve Vonder, and welcome to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. All right, so this is a podcast helps you understand entertainment law concepts, intellectual property law concepts. Today, I want to talk about model release agreements, okay? So maybe your, your son or your daughter wants to get into modeling, okay? It's very exciting. I think when we were young, we all thought we were models or actors, and I goofed around with acting when I was a kid and wanted to see if I could break in. I guess I didn't have what it takes. Uh, but I did get a part. I was appointed uh, a part in a play as I was thinking about going to law school. I wanted to see if I could become in a part of a play, and I auditioned, and they actually, believe it or not, they gave me a role as an attorney, as an attorney. And then they told me I wasn't going to get paid anything for three months. So I said, ah, that sounds like fun, but I think I'll go to law school. So, but I want to talk about these contracts. And um, a lot of times you may get an offer from a big agency that wants to, you know, help promote your career, help teach you the business, teach you the, the grooming or the acting or the modeling, how to do your hair, how to do your social media, how to build a portfolio, all these kinds of things. Which is great because if you know nothing about the business, um, certainly these companies are in the business and they will be able to teach you these things. But in in return for teaching those you those things, they're going to want some things out of you. You know, they're trying their business. They're trying to make money. You know, they may be wanting to make you know anywhere from ten to twenty five percent of your earnings or more. That's that's um, usually negotiable. But I want to go over some of the key elements that I think you should consider. Say your son or your daughter is considering a modeling contract or an acting contract and in, in a certain degree, like a music contract, things like that. But just a couple very important things here. So number one is, are you going to enter into an exclusive agreement or a non-exclusive? Now, if you enter into an exclusive, then you're telling the company that you're working with, you have exclusive rights to whatever I do for the next two years or three years or four years, or whatever it is. I would recommend a shorter term with an extension so that you're not locked into something and you, you know maybe you don't like the people or maybe they're not working hard for you. So I like to get the non-exclusive if they'll do it. Again, these are negotiable terms. A lot of it's gonna depend on your talent and uh, like I tell people sometimes, if you're Barry Bonds, you're going to have a lot. You're going to have a lot more negotiating power than if you're a new rookie in in, in uh, pro ball. So it's that kind of thing. It can be based on your talent, your your potential, and your prospects and things like that. So, but I always say, if you don't try to negotiate these contracts. If you don't ask, you're not going to get that much we know for sure. And many times these contracts can be one-sided, favoring them. Um, you know, So we do review uh, these model release agreements. We do review them for a low fee. Uh, typically, if it's under five pages, we can do it for $2.95 okay, when we take credit cards. So uh, if they're longer, we can talk about it, give us a ring. But exclusivity, that is our one of my most important things. Is it exclusive or am I allowed to go 
and get projects on my own? Am I allowed to have a second agency working for me or a third agency? Like a temp job. When I used to do a lot of temp jobs when I was a kid. I, had, I worked for like three different agencies. And I wouldn't want to be stuck with one because they may not come up with any jobs for me. But the other ones might call. So I liked it. I like a non-exclusive arrangement. But that may have to be something that you negotiate. Okay. Um, that's one very, very important thing. Um, sometimes I also like to look at, do I have discretion? Does the artist or the talent, uh, do they have the discretion to turn jobs down? This is another very important thing. A right of refusal. Do you have a right of approval? In other words, are you able to manage your own persona, your own image? Are you able to say, yes, I will take that? No, that's going a little too far. I don't want to do that. For example, with with females, maybe I don't want to do swimsuits. It's not my thing. I know maybe it's super popular. Maybe you guys make a ton of money, but I don't want to do it. Okay, that's not who I want to be. I may want to set myself up for acting down the the road, and I, I want to manage my career a little bit better than that. So that may be something you have to negotiate. Look for that in your contract. Uh, many times you will not find that in your contract. You have to basically, um, you know, make an itemized list of things that you, of your concerns and try to negotiate those out. Okay. Um, powers of attorney, attorney in fact, sometimes uh, these companies, these big agencies will want you to give them a power of attorney. And what they really want is they want the power to go ahead and accept assignments and negotiate deals and get things going without having to explain everything to you and getting your approval and waiting you know, two days for you to sign a contract or anyway. So they want the power of attorney and you know that can be okay but again if you don't have the right of first refusal or the sole discretion to turn down an assignment you know they could be end up signing you up for something that you really don't want to do and you could find yourself basically contractually bound and it can depend if that would be considered a breach of contract there may be an attorney fees clause you may end up in court because you're not uh, essentially acting as as a as a servitude and doing what they want you to do. So that's a very important um, to understand. Is there an attorney in fact clause? Is it revocable? Is it irrevocable? If it's irrevocable, it means, sorry, you're stuck with it. So that can be a really harsh term. I don't like them myself unless I would get like some sole discretion clause where I can do what I want to do. And um, for the period of, say, I'm in a two-year exclusive agreement, let's say. Well, as long as I have the right of discretion, you know, hope you guys are going to get me some work, teach me the biz, and um, I'm happy to do it if it meets my my approvals. So that's kind of what you're looking for. Uh, those are some of the big things. Uh, another big one can be um, copyrights and rights of publicity. If you're in California, I know I'm not licensed in New York, but they have a similar law. But in California, we have the right of publicity law. That means you have your name, your image, your likeness. Okay, it's, it's treated almost as a form of intellectual property, and it's yours. Now, if you're assigning that away, you want to know what you're assigning it away to. Are they getting it just for the projects that you agree to, or are they getting unlimited rights to use it even after the two years, even after the term of your agreement? For example, can they take your picture, one of your pictures you did, let's say you did a, a photo shoot, 
moved in Paris? Can they can they negotiate a deal uh, four years later after the contract's over and put your image on a soup can or on a on a coffee cup or a coffee can? Can they do something like that without your approval and get all the rights? That's where it's very important to have an intellectual property law firm take a look at your contract. Are those rights limited to the time and to the to the actual shoots that you did? And is it limited to the items that you gave them approval for? Or do they have unlimited, unfettered discretion to do what they want? So you want to know how, you know, your image is going to be handled. Your image is everything. Um, so, and then some people will ask me sometimes, well, who owns the rights on a on a copyright, like the, if, if there's a photo shoot, photo shoot, who owns the rights? Is it me because they're taking photos of me? I say no, it's typically the camera person. The person that's taking the photos is, is the creative artist. They're picking the, the, the lighting, the, the angle, the this and that. They're going to hold the rights to the copyright. But typically, if they're working with a big agency, they will have a contract with a photographer and the photographer will have to assign um, all their rights to the agency. So many times the agency will end up owning the rights. It's just important to know who has the rights, what's the duration, what's the scope of the use of, of, of these types of materials. Um couple other things here um, expenses sometimes you'll see an expense clause says if uh, you know we're gonna incur expenses now remember if they have a power of attorney they're gonna say well we need to get her a, we need to get her a whole studio well, well how much is that $900 okay well just get it we have a power of attorney and, and she has to reimburse us with with the expense clause that we have it says right in there so you want to look at your expense clauses um, you know, typically I would like, you know, anything over 350 bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks. I'd like to ha have to know about it and approve it since I'm going to be having to pay it back. Most likely I'd like to know about that. So that's usually a term that can be negotiable. Um, also, as far as negotiability, usually in your contracts, you will see something in bold or 14 font saying that all fees are negotiable. All fees are negotiable. And so I always say, well, if they're telling you that, why wouldn't you give it a shot and see just how negotiable it is? Why don't you see if you can make yourself a little extra money just by asking for something? So if, for example, they're wanting 20% of your, your gross proceeds, say, well, I'd like to cut that down to 15 and see what they say. What do you got to lose? Nothing ventured, nothing gained, okay? Um, what else? Um... Also, just know, uh, usually you'll see a choice of law provision. Um, if you're dealing with a company from New York, there's a lot of New York agencies, you know, they may have a New York choice of law. That means if you have any disputes, you're going to be in New York settling it. You may want to know, is there a mediation if we have um, a problem? Is it, is it an arbitration? Uh, can they go to court? Is there an attorney fee clause? Those are all things you want to know because, believe it or not, while things start out real friendly, if things go bad and things can and do go bad, you want to know how do we resolve this dispute? Where is it going to be? Is going to cost cost me money if I lose? Who pays the attorney fees? All that kind of good stuff. So, And also, 
if these companies are having you pay yearly fees, website fees, video fees, you know, those kinds of things. Just make sure you know what you're paying. Uh, there may be an exhibit sheet telling you all the different costs that you're going to incur for the privilege of working with the agency and them working with you. But those are some basic things. So I know it's very exciting when you get that opportunity and, you know, you say, I'm, I'm in modeling now or I'm an actor, I'm officially an actor, I've got an agent or I've got an agency, I've got a manager, I've got a manager managing me now. And that can be very, very exciting when you're young. But be smart. Learn a business lesson, okay? For a very low fee, you can have an entertainment, intellectual property attorney, business lawyer, review your contract, give you the high points, give you the low points, let you make the decision. Uh, but go in full eyes open, as I say. Go in full eyes open so you know what you're getting yourself into. And that's good, smart business that'll carry you through the rest of your career. So that's about it. Those are my top tips. I hope those have been helpful. There are others. This is not an exclusive list um, of all issues you can confront, but those are some of the, probably some of the main ones that I see. If you need help, you know where to find me on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com, the first name in legal services. I got to go. Lots to do today. If you need some help, give us a ring. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it on your social media networks. Have a great day now.